The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the day of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So will it be also the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. The master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming. He would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanksgiving night, I found myself watching The Wizard of Oz. And at the end of the movie, I was struck by a quote that Dorothy said. She said, if I ever go looking for my heart's desire again, I won't go any further than my own backyard. Because if it isn't there, then I never really lost it to begin with. In other words, Dorothy's trying to say that she has to go nowhere to search for her heart's desire. Ultimately, it always lies within. You see, this search for our heart's desire is at the center of our preparation for Advent. But unlike Dorothy's trip to Oz or Black Friday shopping, it doesn't require us to go all over the place in order to discover what it is that we're really looking for. It simply calls us to, like Dorothy, awaken to the reality within and within our lived experience. And for me, recently, I've discovered that my literal drowsiness at my daily holy hour has awakened me to the desire for the infinite that draws me back there even though I want to sleep. You see, the readings this weekend call us to recognize the desire within. As Isaiah says in our first reading, it is that desire that draws all nations to the mountain of the Lord. And the rest of our readings speak to the second coming. We see in there that St. Paul says, it is now the hour for you to awake from your sleep. And over the next three and a half weeks, we have the opportunity to prepare for the Lord much like a child who awaits Christmas morning. You see, just as our anticipation for gifts as a child stirs us to awaken early in the morning, so too our desire of our heart for the Lord should stir us to be awakened to his presence in our lived experience, in our daily lives. Yet in order to find this desire, we have to pull off the layers that keep us cozied up in status quo. See, St. Paul says, throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the desires of the flesh. And making no provisions, he says, make no forethought. He says, do not place yourself, in other words, in a near occasion of sin. You see, oftentimes, no matter our state in life, I think that when we search for what it is that we believe that we desire, we see, forget, 
that we're body and soul. We seek out what we think is good for the body, but yet it ends up leading us to a destruction of the soul, leading our soul astray from our true desire for the Lord. Leads us to a destruction of the soul through a pride of life, a lust of the eyes, a lust of the flesh. See, our pursuit of the desires of the flesh, as Paul says, lead us to a rivalry and a jealousy. But this only condemns us to a spirit of comparison and even a spirit of negativity. These desires of the flesh also can lead us to a drunkenness where we seek to escape a problem in our life or to become someone that we're not. It causes us to not believe in reality anymore. Or in lust and promiscuity, it is where we seek to know love. But ultimately, we find ourselves losing a recognition of the dignity that we possess and the dignity of others. You see, if we are to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, then we must acknowledge this desire of the heart. We must acknowledge that he is the one who truly satisfies our every longing. The one who identifies, who reveals to us our worth. The one who teaches us love. You see, as we gather today, we have before us RCIA candidates and catechumens. Who no matter where the path leads them, have responded to a desire in their heart for something more. A desire for hope. A desire for eternity. A desire for the infinite. And this rite of acceptance doesn't mark them as Catholic but it marks them as willing to accept the cross of Christ in order to advance to the one who truly satisfies even in the flesh. You see, for all of us, we are to make our way to Christ. At times through a sense of denial, yes. At times through a sacrifice, yes. But we are to go, like the psalmist says, rejoicing with joy to the house of the Lord. See, my brothers and sisters, if we awaken from our sleep, and become aware of our heart's desire, then our preparation for Christmas becomes no longer so much about a list of what not to do's, but rather it becomes an alertness for what is to come. So how do we become more alert then for this desire for the Lord? Well, first, I do believe it takes sacrifice. We must cast off the ways of darkness that surround our life and put on the armor of light through fasting. You see, it used to be that Advent was treated much the same way that Lent was. In the spirit of preparation to cast off the ways of darkness, we would give something up. Taking those desires of the flesh that distract us and ditch them for a new life and grace. It is then through silence where we can begin to ask ourselves those deep questions. What is it that I truly thirst for? That I truly long for? Then through personal prayer it is where we open ourselves up to the God who answers us in word and through our encounters. You see, God longs to answer the truest and deepest desires of our heart. And that's why he sent us his only begotten son at Christmas, to come in the flesh. Not simply to be a leader of a movement, but rather to move us to encounter the almighty and the eternal even in the flesh. You see, we continue to encounter Jesus Christ today through his church, through the sacraments, through those visible realities of an visible expressions of an invisible reality. It is where we encounter him through the mass, but also where we encounter him through our lived experience. You see, my brothers and sisters, a life of prayer opens us up to the reality of Jesus Christ who comes to us daily. What is this lived experience? 
It's nothing more than Jesus Christ who desires to speak to those desires of our heart through our day-to-day life. He even works through those negative experiences of our life as well. Recently, having identified a trait in other people that annoys me, yes, priests are human, I caught myself doing the same thing to another person. You see, through my having been awakened by Christ in prayer, I was alert for him in this instance. Why? It wasn't because I magically saw Jesus appear in front of me. No. It's because Jesus Christ, who comes to fully reveal man to himself, allowed me to see the truth about who I am becoming. And furthermore, not to be described by that sin, but rather to recognize the longing of my heart and my need for his redemptive work. But also this week, I had a hallmark moment. You see, Christ came to me in a way that I didn't expect. Reaching the end of my homebound visits, I was ready to go back and pray a holy hour. But halfway through my last visit with this gentleman, I realized that it was on the verge of becoming a holy 45 minutes. I was getting frustrated because his storytelling was long and drawn out. But it was then that I struck this chord. Padre, this is part of your holy hour. And so after offering him confession and anointing, I stood up to bid farewell. And going to give him a handshake, I noticed a sincerity in his eyes. And so for whatever reason, I decided to give him a hug. And his extended embrace of me and the tear that I saw welling up in his eyes, I recognized not only his desire to be loved and accompanied, but I was reminded of my own humanity. I was reminded of the incarnation of Jesus Christ. Because that man, having met Jesus Christ in the flesh through their priesthood, through me, ended up becoming for me the person of Jesus Christ who longed to speak to my heart of my desire to love and to be loved and to be accompanied by him. You see, my brothers and sisters, as Dorothy said, if I ever go looking for my heart's desire again, I won't go any further than my own backyard. Because if it isn't there, then I never really lost it to begin with. May we hone in on our heart's desire for the eternal. Let us not go searching through the things of the flesh, but realize that Jesus Christ lies within. And this we will never lose. May we prepare for his coming this Advent by awakening ourselves to his presence today and every day of our lives.